The other question you can ask yourself is, how is holding on to her serving her? Is it keeping her in that victim state instead of playing a more powerful role of helping you, your current self, create your future self? Welcome to the lab, where your second half is your best half. If you're a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s, or beyond, and you're ready to create a wild second half that makes you feel energized and alive, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ladan Barber, and I'm going to share with you inspiration as well as interviews and real-life transformation from women just like you who are unapologetically living a fulfilling second half. The second half of your life is an invitation to spark a new version of yourself. So let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Second Half Lab. I am excited that you're here today because we're going to talk about October being the month of fall. like, And it's a season of letting go. Yet we find ourselves recycling our yesterday. Today, we're going to talk about why this is happening so you can, once and for all, start to recognize where your hangup is and how to let it go, like really let it go. So, but first, before we get to that, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. As you know, my first book launched last week. It's called Be a Glow Stick Girl. It's a collaboration. There's 16 women inside the pages of this book that share stories of brokenness to triumph. The stories are amazing, and I feel so blessed to be invited to be part of this. And I say thank you to you because without you, the book would have never been a bestseller. Last week, it reached number two, and again, because of you. And wow, I'm a poet today. (laughs) But seriously, I can't even express how grateful I am to you. This has been a fun project. However, my nervous system did wreak a little havoc because we're talking about those corners of our world that I healed yet never put it to paper. So it was a whole nother level of healing. I felt your love and support and I really appreciate it. If you have not gotten the book yet, you can go find it on Amazon. It's called Be a Glow Stick Girl. And like I said, you will be inspired. You will be motivated. You will feel the sense of freedom through the stories of these amazing women. So I encourage you to go grab that on Amazon. So let's go back to today's topic. So we're talking about letting go. We're talking about a season of letting go. And why do we find ourselves recycling our yesterday and maybe having voices in your head that I had, and that is you lack motivation, you lack focus, you lack commitment. But the question is, what's really creating this? We can shame ourselves, guilt ourselves, but what's really creating this? And that's our topic for today. That is our codependent relationship with our past self. Now, when we think of codependency, we can think it involves another person, like our parent, a lover, a spouse. 
And that does show up in those relationships as well. But what we don't talk about is the codependency we have with ourselves, in particular, our past self. So today we're going to talk about how we interact with ourselves and how once and for all, you can finally let this codependency go. See where you see it in yourself, solve for it, which I'm going to give you the solution to it and start living that future self version of you that you so desire. Let's start with the basics. Let's talk about the three players in a relationship with yourself. The past self, who is one who can't change. You can only recall and visit with her to various degrees of vividness of what you remember. There's some nostalgia. There's some insights that were built in your past self. You have your current self. This one is happening so fast that like yesterday is already your past, right? But this self is your only decision point that affects your future. Your current self is so powerful in making the decisions of how your future self plays out. And the third player is your future self. It's that renewed identity, how you see yourself, how you want to see yourself. It's where your goals and dreams and vision boards play out, where your weight loss, your new business, your new identity, your freedom, your peace, your confidence, your renewed energy, your excitement. It's where it lives. It's where it plays out. So these three players, your past, your current self, and your future self, they can't exist without each other. We talked last episode about the new year, new you, and often that sends a message to leave your past self in the past and start new, start with a clean slate. And I shared with you the benefits of new year, new you, but I also shared with you how it creates toxicity in your life. So these three players, past, current, and future self can't exist without each other. However, the future self can't manifest without a healthy relationship between your past self and your current self. Your future self cannot play out. That's why we step into something and we step back out. That's why we start something and we do, we get energized and excited and 20 days in, we we fall short with that. That's why we get to October and look back at our January promise and say, oh, I didn't even come close to that. I'll wait until January again. We kick the can down the road because it's uncomfortable to sit in that discomfort. And it's why we keep recycling that. I did too. What gets in our way of a healthy relationship between these three players is codependency with ourself. A codependent life with self has only two of these three players, and that is your past and your present. So before we talk about how to release this codependency with your past self and begin to create a co-creation relationship with your past so that you can step into your future self. But before we get to that, let's first look at the definition 
of codependency as it relates to the relationship you have with yourself. It's a set of characteristics and patterns of behavior we develop to help us cope, typically from childhood that revolves around, but not limited to like addiction, emotional instability, trauma, physical, or mental illness. Do you see yourself in that description? Do you see your past self in that description? I know I do. There are characteristics and patterns that we adopted a persona to be accepted, to feel safe, a list of shoulds to be included, to be visible. Other patterns that we adopt and characteristics are a need to control where we didn't feel that we had control in our past. Pattern of caretaking. This was a biggie for me. You know, that's where people pleasing can come into play, but more so this solving everybody's problems. It can also, which this one's a hard one to swallow, but it's a biggie. It can keep you in a victim state, a characteristic, because that's what you know. That's the comfort. And here's what happens. As we continue to play out these same patterns over and over, even though we desire a future self, she, your past, still needs you. And your current self, you, need her in order to feel needed. And it just keeps cycling itself. But there's a solution. There's a solution. We can release codependency so that you can have a co-creation relationship. And how do you do that? I want to share with you three of the most powerful ways to do this. And really like kind of quickly, to be honest with you. And I just want to share with you that it's not something that, oh, I sit down and I do one, two, three, right? Like I can just step into my future self and not ever experience this stepping in, stepping out, this recycling of my life. I, it can look different and it can, and it will, but it will also come up. But now you know what it is. It's not necessarily lack of motivation or clarity or willpower or commitment. They play a role, but it's your, your subconscious unwillingness to let go of that codependent relationship you have with your past and then allowing her to be a co-creator with you, which is much more healthier, much more serving. And that's where this future self begins to play out. So how can you do this in your life? The first is making her feel safe. See, she only screams this doubt, the shame, the fear. She only screams that because she believes something is happening today that happened in the past. And as we know, it's not. And the reason she feels this is because the feelings feel familiar. We know the circumstances and happening today, but she doesn't know that because she feels the feeling that she felt in the past. Those feelings can be rejection, judgment. She can have a great deal of fear, but 
you, your current self is so powerful in giving her what she needs so that you can let her know that in this moment, she is safe. If she's feeling rejection, like the fear of rejection, you can ask yourself, where am I rejecting myself? She fears judgment. Where am I judging myself? Feels shame from abuse. Where am I shaming myself? Now, this is not to put blame on you. This is to give you power back to you. See, if you weren't rejecting yourself, judging yourself, or shaming yourself, what would happen is those things would roll off your back because she feels safe. She knows that she's included. She knows that she's worthy. She knows that she is worth love and kindness. This is where you're powerful. This is where your current self is so powerful because you get to give that to her now. And when you do, with a simple question, she's going to feel safe and you can let that part of her go. You can let her go play. The second thing is you can look at your past as a memory. You don't have to choose it. It's a memory. You can thank the past. You can grieve it. You can release it. You don't have to choose your past memory. You can choose your current memory and more so your future. Eyes on your future. That's not turning your back. That's not avoiding your past. That's acknowledging your past. I see you, but I'm not choosing you. Why? Because you're not that memory anymore. You're not her anymore. Third, ask your current self some of these questions. Who am I without my past self? Knowing who you are without her is pretty eye-opening. The other question that you can ask is, how is holding on to her serving me? See, we sometimes say that we want one thing, but we hold on to this past because it is serving us. Sometimes it's serving us in the form of keeping us comfortable, keeping us in a state where we don't have to make decisions. We love to hold on to our limitations. Those limitations are inside our past self. The other question you can ask yourself is, how is holding on to her serving her? Is it keeping her in that victim state instead of playing a more powerful role of helping you, your current self, create your future self? So those three questions again is, who am I without my past self? How is holding on to her serving me? And how is holding on to her serving her? That's where this whole letting go can happen because you can release her. See, in order to be who you're now meant to be in this second half of your life, you must release this codependent relationship with your past so you can allow her to play a stronger role in your future through the role of co-creator, giving her like a new title. You know, I think back of after this awareness and practicing some of the ways of releasing my codependency with my past self, 
I was able to recognize the value she brings to this co-creation. You know, some of the things I think about is her resourcefulness, her ability to build relationships, her grit. When I need these in experiencing my future self, she shows up, she steps in. Whereas before, with total transparency, I kept her in victim mode. What value, strengths, beliefs does your past self offer you? How can you use these? How can you focus your energy and allow her to co-create with you with these so that you can actually experience your future self. Before I summarize this episode, I want to mention to you that I am hosting a pilot program and it's just for you as a listener and those inside the second half Facebook group. It's a pilot program where we start to build a new pattern, build new beliefs, build new relationship with our past self, our current self, and start to what I coin as be her now. We start to experience our future self right now. This is a time of year. October is a month where many of us can begin to say, ah, the holidays are in front of us. I'll just coast through and then I'll focus back on me starting in January. I want to invite you to a new way, a new way of living your life 365 days, a new way of putting focus on you 365 days. When you show up in your life and give to others in overflow, not only is it a fulfilling experience for you, it's a more fulfilling experience for them as well. So I invite you to this pilot program. If you want more information on it, DM me on social media, just say pilot, and I will know exactly what you're looking for. You can also email me at lynda at lindaannbarber.com. I'm excited about this because this is going to allow me to give more attention, one-on-one attention to you. I am going to just pour into this program before it's launched to the public. And I appreciate you so much that I want to give a special invite to you. So please reach out to me today. DM me on social media. Let's start talking about what this pilot program is, how we can serve you today so that if you're thinking about 2024, if you're thinking about desiring change in your life, more excitement, more fulfillment in your life, answering that question, what's next? This program is for you. So let's talk. Back to codependency. Let's talk about some of the takeaways from today. A more fulfilled life has three players, past, current, and future self. A codependent life with self has two players, past and current self. Releasing codependency with your past self is done by One, making her feel safe and then allowing her to go play, just go be. Two, recognize that the past is not happening now. It's a memory and you don't have to choose it. And three, 
Ask your current self some powerful questions, including how is holding on to my past self serving me? How is holding on to my past self serving her? My beautiful friend, I encourage you to go down into the reviews and share with me what resonates with you. Share with me how you believe that this is going to help you in experiencing the future self that you desire. I appreciate the reviews. I appreciate you being here on the Second Half Lab, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, I encourage you to share it. Share it with a friend, a friend who's in her second half of life. And if you're not already part of the community, hop over to our Facebook group, The Lab, the home of the Second Half Sisterhood. We'd love to have you, and we'd love to have your friends. I'll see you over there.